Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrian Delgado, and in this podcast, I'll give you step-by-step action plans to reach your health goals, as well as my favorite recipes I know you and your family will enjoy. Let's get started. everyone and welcome back to another episode of Nourish Eat Repeat. Guys, it is gorgeous out today. I know I tape these episodes like six weeks in advance, but it is our first over 70 degree day of the year and I am in a, I don't know what's the right word, I'm just in a feisty mood (laughs) because I love warm weather. I just cannot stand cold weather. And I know I'm living in the wrong state. I should be moving to Florida at this point. But all our family is here. So that's not happening anytime soon. How was your weekend? I'm not sure what day of the week you're listening to this, but let's just talk about your your last weekend. Um, Mine was pretty good. Actually, we had some exciting things happen. Uh, Number one, my oldest son got his driver's license. So that was exciting. Um, And number two, my youngest son and my girls, um, they lost their basketball games, but found out that they're in the playoffs. So that was also a very exciting time for our family. What great things happened to you this weekend? How did you celebrate? For us, um, when my son got his driver's license, we did go out to eat to celebrate. It ended up being this big dramatic scene. My one daughter threw a fit. You would think that she was two, but she's 10. And she ordered this dish and she decided she didn't want it. It wasn't what she thought it was going to be. And so she sat there and cried the whole entire meal because she didn't get what she wanted. Um, she ordered a burger. It's actually at a local restaurant. Um, it's called Kind of Healthy. And so it's a burger on top of a salad. Well, my other daughter, she ordered just a regular burger and fries. And so Bella, the one that's freaking out, you know, well, I wanted a, I wanted my burger to look like Charlie's. And Jim keeps telling her, but that's not what you ordered. You ordered a plain burger on top of a salad. Well, I don't want this. Take it back. Order me something different. And we're like, what is going on with you? Like, she doesn't behave like that. So I don't know if it was just an accumulation of the week and she was exhausted. I'm not quite sure what happened, but we literally had our meal um, with most of the entire restaurant looking at us as my daughter is throwing a tantrum, demanding that we order her something different, which we did not. (laughs) Do you guys have dramatic dining out experiences with your kids? Please tell me that eventually this gets better because I would have thought having our youngest at the age of 10, that this would have moved on, that we would have moved on from this stage. But clearly, We are still in it. So yes, that was part of my great weekend. And then I kind of forgot that the the meal time was not was not the best. But anyway, we are talking all about weekend eating in this episode. And so my question to you is, 
What do your weekends look like when it comes to your diet? Do you stay on track? Do you allow yourself some more indulgences than you would during the regular week? Or do you just completely go off the rails because, you know what? I had a tough week and I am going to just let go and relax and not worry about my diet. Which one of those categories do you fall into? And I think it's important to note you don't necessarily have to fall into one of those categories all the time, right? You can have some weekends where you're focused on your diet and you're making great choices. And then the next weekend, something might happen, circumstantial, environmental, might be your first warm day out on the deck and you're just like, you know what? Screw it. I just want to do what I want to do. Do you ever hear yourself saying those words? Right? I just want to do whatever I want to do and I just want people to leave me alone and I just want to enjoy my food. I want to enjoy my cocktail. I want to enjoy my chocolate cake and I just want everyone to leave me alone. Right? We have those moments. And then what happens Sunday night? Ugh, what is wrong with me? Why can't I get my act together? Why do I never do what I want to do? Why do I never follow through with what I say I want to do and what's important to me? And around and around and around and around we go. So we're going to talk about that in this episode. We're going to talk about how to stay on track during the weekends if that's what you want to do. Again, it's your call. I am never, ever here to judge your choices or to make you feel bad about your choices. What I am here to do is to help you if you want to make a change and you're not sure how. All right? So first I want to talk about and identify why do we tend to overeat or why do we tend to um, go off our plan, especially if we have a specific goal we're aiming towards, whether that's a health goal or a weight loss or whatever your nutrition goal may be. Why do we tend to go off the rails on the weekend? Right? Because we can understand a holiday. There's only so many holidays in a year. So if it's Easter or Thanksgiving or Christmas, we give ourselves special permission because it only happens once a year. But weekends are more frequent, right? There's 52 of them in a year. Therefore, they come around a lot more frequently. And if we're treating our weekends like a holiday, it could be keeping you away from your goal. In fact, I did the math. If you look at a week's time and you decide, I don't want to pay attention to my nutrition for two of the days, Saturday and Sunday, that's 28% of your week. That's almost a third of your week. You're not paying attention to your, your choices. It's going to have some implications. There's going to be consequences for 28%. You know, a lot of us like to get angry because I was good all week. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And then, so I let myself go on the weekends, right? And then we undo every good thing that we did all during the week. It's because it's 30%. It's not 5%. It's not 10%. It's 30%. You know, for some of us, the weekend starts Friday. For some of us, it starts Thursday night. But for some of us, it starts Friday right? Maybe it's Friday pizza at the office or going out for happy hour afterwards. If you take three days out of seven, that's 43% of your week. 
we cannot be surprised when the scale goes down during the week and then goes up on the weekend because we're telling ourselves it's just a couple days. Well, a week is not that many days to begin with. So the math just doesn't work. So we do have to pay attention to our weekends because it's a pretty significant amount of time when we're looking at the big picture. So I wanted to first identify, let me go back to that original thought before I got on my tangent. Why do we want to go off plan on the weekends? So I came up with a couple ideas and I want to talk about them before we get to our, our um, what are we going to do about this? Our two action items this, uh, this episode. Number one, we want to break from the week, right? We want to break from the week. Maybe your week was super stressful at work. Maybe, you know, you had a big project due. Maybe you had a ton of responsibilities to get through. Maybe you stay at home and your kids were just having a week, <laughs> maybe they were acting like Bella at the restaurant all week long, and you just want an escape. I don't want to have to think about this anymore. I just want to do something for myself. I just want to relax. I get that, right? But for some of you, you need an escape from yourself because you have spent the whole entire week, you know, riding yourself talking to yourself unkindly, reminding yourself of all the things you didn't get done and all the ways that you've screwed up. And by the time you get to the weekend, you want to escape yourself. And so a lot of us choose food as that escape. I just want to numb out. I don't want to have to deal with anything. I don't have to think about consequences. I just want to do what I want to do. Does that sound like you? I know it's me sometimes right? I just need a break. I just don't want to think. I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to be responsible for myself. I don't want to be responsible for other people. And if you find yourself saying those words, we really need to start looking at the week. What expectations are you putting on yourself that are unrealistic? What words are you using um, to describe yourself? Or what words are you using Uh, when it comes to your body or your choices? Are you constantly punishing yourself because you think that's the way things have to be if you're going to be successful? We can only handle so much punishment before we start rebelling. It doesn't work. If you need a break from the weekend, it's time to start evaluating what is going on during the week. How do we make the week a little bit more bearable so that you don't need an escape on the weekend? What would that even look like? Right? Before you even start shutting me down and and ready to turn this podcast off, you're like, well, you don't understand. No, I do understand. Right? Protecting your health, protecting your boundaries. It's really important. I just had this conversation with my friend. Um, we had a couple staff changes at work and, um, we had asked somebody if they could fill in and the dietitian said no. And, um, I'm not going to go into all of it, but, um, I was talking to my friend cause I was going to cover the shift and I'm like, oh, it just drives me crazy when my, my staff has better boundaries than I do. 
right? I wasn't angry at the staff member for saying no and having to cover. I was just frustrated with myself that I wasn't creating those same boundaries. And I was able to recognize hers and applaud her for doing that. Again, I was not upset. I was more upset with myself of, yeah, you know what? I need to be doing those same things myself so I don't get resentful. That's the last thing I want to happen. All right. So start looking at your week instead of saying, well, you don't understand. I could never, I have so many things to do. Well, just be open to the possibility. What would it look like if I change this? That's all. That's all I want you to do is just be open to the option. What would it look like if I'm not constantly talking down to myself all week? What if I decide to highlight all the things that are going well? What if I start a gratitude journal and I start being grateful for all the things that I have so that way by the end of the week, I'm not miserable? Why not try that? Right? What's the worst thing that can happen? Nothing? Well, then you're no different than where you're at now. Or we could try something new to get different results. I think another reason why we struggle over the weekends is because we tend to be more social. Right? We just want to go out with our friends. And what do we do when we're social? We eat. That's a big part of it. So my question to you is, if you are social, what do you want that to look like? What does that look like when you are going out and having a good time while still having your health goals in mind? I promise you there is an intersect. It is not an either or. You can still have fun and you can still meet your health goals. There is a compromise between the two, but yet we think it's either one way or the other. If I'm on a diet, then I can't go out to eat with my friends because it's just too hard. Well, how about we practice the hard things now, right? I tell people that all the time, like, oh, but I'm going on vacation, so I probably shouldn't start this plan. Well, no, (laughs) if you're ever planning to go on vacation again, then let's practice now while I'm here to support you so you know what you're doing when you go on vacation in years to come. Right? We think I either have to be perfect and a hermit in my house and not do anything, or I'm going to be social and eat everything I see and drink everything I want. I promise you there is an intersect. You just have to put a little thought into it. How do I want this to look? If I go out with my friends, you know, do I want to do appetizers or do I want to do desserts? Right? Pick a lane. Well, you know, sometimes for me, it depends on where we're going. I look at the menu ahead of time. I look to see what's on the, on the appetizer list and the dessert list because that's really important when I'm making my decision. I want to know what I want to spend my calories on. Not because I'm counting calories, but just because I want it to be worth it. Right? We've done episodes before about dining out. You can listen to all my tips about that on another episode. I just, for now, I want you to think about where is the intersect between having a good time and still working towards a health goal. I promise you there is one. You just need to put a little thought into it ahead of time. Do not put yourself in the moment and hope you'll make the best decision. It doesn't work that way. 
once you get in there and you're with your friends and you're making, you're hearing what they're ordering, it's just a matter of time before your, your brain's going to tell you, you know what, just start tomorrow. Let's just have fun tonight and we'll start tomorrow. But then you're frustrated the next day. Why did I do that? I didn't even like the food. I just did it anyway because my friends were doing it. So I need you to think about how you want to handle going out with friends. What is that intersect? What is that small win that you can gather from that event and take it with you to the next time you go out to eat? It's not an either or. You are allowed to go out and you can still be successful doing so. All right. The third reason why we tend to go off the rails is because we lack a routine on the weekends. We lack the structure. So much of our weekday is based around the workday or around our kids' schedules or both, right? There's only so much time to get things done. There's only certain times that you can have a meal because you've got obligations and responsibilities. On the weekend, a lot of that goes away. You can sleep in. You don't necessarily have anywhere you have to be at a certain time. And so meal times get blurred, right? Maybe you skip breakfast. Maybe you have brunch. Maybe you skip lunch and have an early dinner. You know, there's, maybe you have late, late dinners on the weekends because, you know, nobody has to be somewhere the next day. We always want that lack of structure. We always seek out the lack of routine just from a, for a break. But we do so much better, right? Let's be honest. We do better when we have structure and routine. Kids do better on structure. Adults do better with structure. So I just want you to think about what are ways you can add a loose structure to your weekend to make sure you stay on pace. Probably the biggest thing I hear on the weekends is the water. I do so well during the week and then I don't drink enough water on the weekends, right? What is one thing you can do to make sure you drink more water on the weekends? Maybe you have to carry that water bottle around with you on the weekends, just like you carry it with you during the week. Think about ways that you can add structure to your weekend while still enjoying the unstructure of the weekend, right? Maybe it's just having meals at regular times. Maybe it's doing some meal prep to get you ready for the week. What is one way, not all the ways, just what is one way you can add a little structure to your routine on the weekend so that you can be successful? Again, do not go into this all or nothing mentality. It does not work. I think if that can be the theme of this whole podcast, it's we have to ditch the all or nothing thinking when it comes to food. All right, I got two more. Another reason why we tend to overeat on the weekends or go off the rails, whatever you want to say, is our resolve is down, right? Our energy may be down. Our, our willpower is down because we've been, you know, holding really tightly to everything during the week to get everything done. I hope that just made sense, right? We have a finite amount of energy. We have a finite amount of willpower. And if we've tapped into it all week long, by the time we get to the weekend, we're just done. Mentally, physically, we're exhausted. I remember I had a client one time and she told me, I am a rock star Monday through Thursday. 
I do everything right. I do everything I'm supposed to when it comes to my diet and exercise. But by the time I get to the weekends, I just don't have it in me anymore. I'm just done. And so I told her, I'm like, all right, great. I said, so our plan is I want you to journal what you eat on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right? She was doing a great job journaling Monday through Thursday. Um, and then just not journaling the rest of the week. I'm like, just for the next two weeks, I want you to journal Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And she's like, but what about Monday through Thursday? I was like, listen, you and I both know you are a rock star Monday through Thursday. There is no reason why you need to waste your mental energy journaling things that we already know. You already do well Monday through Thursday. Don't spend all your mental energy journaling, which is work, by the way. Don't spend it all confirming what you already know. Let's save that willpower for the moments when you actually need it, which is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right? For some of you, your rock star is Monday through Thursday. You do not need to keep journaling what you're doing Monday through Thursday. But I, I know why you do it. Because we like to journal and see how amazing we are. Where we don't journal is when we're slipping up. How many journals have I gotten throughout the years where, you know, it'll just say party or out with friends or no. <laughs> That's my favorite when they say no. It's not even a yes or no question. It's a blank page for them to journal and they just write across the paper, no. I'm not doing it. I don't want to be accountable. I don't want to take ownership. I don't want to take responsibility. I don't want to be aware of what I did. No, 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 no. So I want you to think about, for some of you, stop wasting all your mental energy and your willpower and your resolve and your focus confirming what you already know. If the weekends are where you struggle, then journal there. And when you journal there, all I want you to do is just look for patterns, look for habits, and make one change and a simple change. You don't have to make all the changes. You don't need to create a spreadsheet for the weekends. You're not going to follow it anyway, right? You've used all your energy up Monday through Thursday. It's got to be something so simple that you're like, oh, yeah, of course I could do that. That's not difficult. Bingo. Now you found what your change is going to be. And when you make that change, your brain's going to be like, wow, that wasn't so bad. What else could I do? That is the power of small changes. When you try to do this big overarching, you know, clean sweep, spreadsheet, crazy changes, it always falls flat. So I want you to think about... How can you set yourself up for success? Don't journal what you already know. Journal what you need help with. And for a lot of us, that's the weekend. All right. The last thing I could think about, I was trying to come up with these ideas. Why do we, why do we go off plan on the weekends is because everybody else is doing it. And I know that sounds like such a poor reason, but isn't it true we just want to be normal. We just want to be able to do what we want to do. We just want to be able to go out with friends. We just want to be able to enjoy things and not miss out on stuff. Gosh, we've missed out on so much in the past couple years. 
I just don't want to miss out on anymore. I just want to be like everybody else. This is actually something that I challenge my clients with in um, our Jumpstart class at Body Metrics. I run the class two or three times a year, and we always start out the class with, how are you going to be abnormal? Right? At this point in time, over half of adults have at least one chronic disease, and we know that at least 70% of Americans are overweight or obese. It is now normal to be overweight. It is now normal to have disease. If you want to be normal, keep doing all the things you're doing right now. If you want to be abnormal, if you want to be in the minority, you have to do abnormal things. Guess what's an abnormal thing? Looking at the menu ahead of time and making a decision beforehand instead of in the moment. That's abnormal. You know what else is abnormal? Is thinking about what you want to do on the weekend instead of hoping for the best and then, you know, coming down on yourself really hard Sunday night because you didn't do it and beating yourself up. That's normal. I I work and have worked with so many people, and this is their routine. Monday through Thursday, they do great. And then they undo it Friday through Sunday. And then they do great Monday through Thursday. And then they undo it Friday through Sunday. That is normal. But what if you asked yourself, how can I be abnormal? What is one way I can break that cycle and feel really proud of myself instead of always bashing myself? That's abnormal. Teaching my clients how to think differently and how to talk differently to themselves, that's abnormal. Yes, I know everybody else is doing it. And that's fine if you want to get the results that everybody else is getting. But a lot of my clients are coming in to see me because they don't want to get those same results. And so you have to think about how can I do things differently. So here is your your take-home messages. All right? I only have two. Usually I have like 40. But today I have two. All right? If you want to be successful over the weekend, you have to come up with a plan. You have to use the part of your brain that has your goals in mind. And in order to do that, you create a plan. Does it need to be a strict punishing plan? Oh, please no. No, no, no. I'm not creating a punishing plan, so therefore you can't either. I told you, I will not ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. And creating a punishing plan that doesn't allow me to see people I want to see or enjoy foods I want to enjoy or go out to eat with my family to celebrate a kid getting his license. No, I'm not doing that. But when I'm going out to eat, I'm like, okay, what is the best decision I can make? We don't go out to eat often, so I would like to enjoy something I don't eat often, but I also have my health goals in mind. What would that look like? And then I create that plan before I go to the restaurant. I don't need to look at all the options. I just need to know which one is the best one for me. And I do that ahead of time in my own home. I create a plan. If I know we're going to somebody's house, then I'm probably bringing a healthier option just to make sure that I have options when it's time to eat. What are some easy wins that you can get yourself over the weekend? 
knowing that you're going to lack structure, knowing that you're going to be social, knowing that you're going to be exhausted. There are still wins to be had. But you've got to put a little thought of it, a thought about it, or a thought into it, whatever the right word is there. You have to put some thought into it before you get to the weekend. You cannot just hope it works out. Hope is not a strategy. And the second thing that I want to hammer home is one poor choice does not ruin the weekend. Right? I'll use the example of us going out to eat Friday night. Now, you know, I like the choice I made. I actually made the same choice Bella made. I had a burger on top of a salad. I thought it was delicious. I don't know what she was talking about. Right? So I had this salad. I had this. But some people would be like, oh, well, you went out to eat. So you ruined the whole weekend. So therefore, you know, you screwed up. You need to start all over. What? Right? You know, the other night we were watching a movie. I had too much popcorn. I shouldn't have eaten at night. Therefore, the whole weekend's ruined. I might as well keep going. That is a dangerous thought. Telling yourself that you ruined the weekend is step one of a dangerous thought. Because step two that always follows step one is, well, now that it's ruined, I might as well blank. Now that I'm not perfect... I might as well prove to myself all the ways that I can screw things up. And a lot of it comes from this idea that, well, if Monday I'm going to have to be perfect again, I might as well get everything out of my system today that might trip me up next week. Do you understand how, how silly that sounds? How is that going to get you back on track? I did that for years If I would mess up this perfect plan, I would then eat everything that I swore off that I couldn't eat because I knew that Monday I was going to have to be perfect again and I wanted to get it all out of my system. I don't even eat cheesesteaks, but I used to eat cheesesteaks because what if I have a craving for a cheesesteak when I feel like I should be perfect? Might as well eat that too. The weekends, you're probably going to eat some things a little bit different than you eat during the week. Okay. But that doesn't mean you've completely blew all of it. It is one meal, one snack, one incident in a whole entire weekend. Really be careful on, and pay attention to your thoughts. Overeating at one of those meals or choosing something that you, you know, that you didn't really, I don't want to say that you shouldn't have, but in your mind, if you shouldn't have done that, it does not ruin the whole entire weekend. It is just one part. I promise you, you do not have to start all over. You never have to start all over. You just get right back into it. That's the beauty about all this. We eat several times a day. You don't need to wait till Monday to start over. You don't need to wait till the first of the month to start over. And you absolutely don't need to wait to start January 1st. You just start at the very next meal. You get up right away. Just changing that one mindset piece alone will change everything for you. Okay, 
I'm done. <laughs> all right, guys. So hopefully this all makes sense. Hopefully you guys can take some of the tips that you learned this week and, um, and apply them to your own weekends. Remember, create a plan ahead of time. Think about what you want to do. That's going to help you be successful. Where is that intersect between, you know, having fun, but also um, adhering to your health goals? I promise there is one. And watch your words. Make sure that, you know, if something does go off plan, you don't think that you ruined everything because you didn't. You didn't ruin everything. We just move on, right? That's all we can do. All right, guys, I got to give you your recipe for the week. And today's recipe is a baked oatmeal with blueberries and bananas. All right. So for this recipe, you're going to need two medium ripe bananas sliced into half inch pieces, one and a half cup of blueberries, a quarter cup of honey or pure maple syrup, one cup of quick oats, a quarter cup of chopped walnuts or pecans, a half a teaspoon of baking powder, three quarter teaspoon of cinnamon, a pinch of salt, one cup of milk, and you can use any milk, regular cow milk, almond milk, soy milk, uh, one large egg, and a teaspoon of vanilla extract. All right, so for this recipe, you want to preheat your oven to 375 and go ahead and lightly spray a square baking dish with cooking spray. Go ahead and set that aside. Next, you're going to arrange the banana slices in a single layer on the bottom of the dish and sprinkle with half the blueberries over the bananas. Add a quarter teaspoon of the cinnamon and a tablespoon of the honey or pure maple syrup and cover with foil. You're going to actually bake that for 15 minutes until the bananas get really soft. Meanwhile, in a medium bowl, you're going to combine the oats, half of the nuts, <clears throat> excuse me, baking powder, remaining cinnamon and salt and stir together. And then finally, in another bowl, you're going to whisk together the remaining honey, milk, egg, and vanilla extract. Go ahead and remove the bananas from the oven and pour the oat mixture over the bananas and blueberries. And then finally, pour the milk mixture over the oats. And go ahead and try to distribute that as evenly as possible. Sprinkle with the remaining blueberries and nuts on the top. And then you're going to bake that oatmeal for about 30 minutes or until the top is golden brown and the oatmeal has set. And then you can serve warm from the oven. But guys, this is also a great recipe that you can use for the week. Um, <clears throat> you can cut it into squares and individually wrap it or just dish out of it all week long. This is great if you have guests uh, that come over uh, maybe for the holidays. But um, this is a great breakfast idea that I know you guys are going to enjoy. All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope you have a fabulous weekend, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish Eat Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricshealth.com. You can also find us on socials. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Bodymetrics Health. The book Nourish Eat Repeat is available on our website 
and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.